Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Alright, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, we are talking about the Netflix original Project Power, starring Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Dominic Fishback. It is directed by Henry Joost and Ariel Schulman from Paranormal Activity series and Catfish, and it is an original superhero movie. And the reviews haven't quite been very good, but I kind of liked it a little bit. I thought it was a little bit of dumb fun, and I've been pretty hard on Netflix original action movies since the beginning. I don't I can't even think of any of them that I've really truly liked a lot. I wouldn't say I like this a lot either, but this I liked more than pretty much any of them at this point. So, I'm excited to talk about it with Kristen Maldonado joining me for her first time, and we had a great conversation about Project Power and some of the movies that might have inspired it. And before we get into that conversation, I want to remind you to make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. And you can follow us over on social media at PiecingPod. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. Check out our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Rosen, which has a whole bunch of bonus content from Piecing It Together, Awesome Movie Year, All Rice, No Beans, and me, David Rosen, my music composing career. I've got a whole bunch of music stuff over there. Uh, and a whole lot hitting in September, actually. There's a lot of bonus content coming in September. So check out the Patreon. And, of course, you can rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. We love hearing what you think of the show. So uh, we are going to talk about Project Power. It has been a busy week or two here. There's been a lot of movies coming out, and we've got a lot of movies planned. So, again, make sure you're subscribed because we've got so much in the can and in the pipeline that we are hoping to put out there. So we want you to always get a chance to hear that as soon as it comes out. But right now, let's get into Project Power. All right, so today on the show, we've got with us Kristen Maldonado to talk about Project Power. Kristen, how's it going? I'm great. How are you? I am great. I am looking forward to talking about this ridiculous movie uh, <laughs> that but not everybody seems to be uh, enjoying it quite as much as I kind of did. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to talk about because I, I, 
I like good movies, and then mm-hmm. sometimes I just like nonsense, and I feel like yeah. this falls on that side of the the arena, you know. But you know, there, there's going to be so much to talk about with this. I do because it's your first time on the show. I do want to have you introduce yourself though to my listeners. Uh, tell people about your YouTube channel, about what it is that you do. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I talk about TV and movies on YouTube. Uh, I love to deep dive into you know the those deeper messages in in television and things like that um i find that really fun and um i also work in social media at MTV and i'm a rotten tomatoes approved critic now so that's exciting awesome um, yeah that's that's really me i just love talking about pop culture <laughs> yeah for sure i mean it, and i feel like that is something with with those of us that do this kind of stuff once we get into one project we get into more yeah i'm like <laughs> never stops non-stop just like pop culture pop culture entertainment you know yes can't stop <laughs> that's exactly what seems to happen uh but you know what we love this stuff and so that's why we love talking about it so mm-hmm. project power uh i think the the first thing I want to say before we start getting into some puzzle pieces here is, uh, you know, I, I put out the call. I wasn't even sure if I was going to cover it necessarily, but I put out the call and you responded. And so that was before it, it came out. And so I was wondering, is this something that you had been like looking forward to? It was it the, the actors involved, the filmmakers, what was it that you were interested in with this one? Well, I think, first of all, they have a great cast. I mean, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and and Jamie Foxx are awesome. So I was like, okay, if they're involved, this is going to be cool. And also, Mm -hmm. I love superhero projects, um, especially when you're seeing something a little bit different. You know, like, I feel like um, there's so many Marvel and DC projects all the time. And so Mm -hmm. um, I'm starting to get drawn now a little bit more to some of the more outside-of-the-box things, like Umbrella Academy or The Boys. And, And I was like, okay, Project Power, it's about... People uh, take a pill and they get a power for five minutes. That sounds really cool. Like that sounds a little bit different. Sure. So, and you know, I, I grew up collecting comic books and being a big superhero fan. So I was like, all right, I, I'm, I'm ready to see what this is going to be about. So I thought it was going to be a really, you know, big film. Like I was really anticipating it. What about you? Yeah, I, I thought the trailer really grabbed me. You know, I, I knew right off the bat it looked kind of silly and, you know, over the top. But it also... It looked kind of fun and also just being an original property that that wasn't based on an established IP or anything like that. I mean, which is, you know, it seems like every month we're getting a big action comic book thing that's based on something that's already been done like six times over. So, you know, whether or not it was going to be good or not wasn't even my first concern. It was like, oh, a new superhero kind of thing. And that's that's kind of exciting to see. Yeah, we don't get enough new projects. So when you see something a bit different, it's like, wow, what is this going to be? I hope I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I hope I like it. Absolutely is uh, the thought going into something like this. And also, you know, one other thing about the cast that you mentioned, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, it's great to see him back. He's been kind of gone for a while. Now we had 7,500 a couple months ago and now this. And so it's nice to see him uh, back on screen. Yeah, I think this is a busy year for him. I heard that he had like three movies out this year. I think so. so, yeah. I think he's got more on the way. I, I'm, I'm excited for that. But why don't we start getting into this thing? And what do you have for your first puzzle piece? So I actually found a video that, that Netflix just came out with uh, yesterday, actually diving into some of the inspirations for this uh, project, cool. which I was like, oh, that's really cool. And uh, one of the films that they mentioned was Collateral. And I thought that hmm. was really interesting because they were like, yeah, like a film that really connected uh 
you know, the vision that we had for this film back to what, you know, we ended up doing was, was collateral, another Jamie Foxx movie. So I thought sure. that was really interesting uh, that that's sort of, you know, the graininess and like the grittiness of that um, was an inspiration for them in making this movie. And they even said like, that was the one movie we made the entire cast and crew watch before we started. And I was like, Oh, wow. That's wow. so cool. <laughs> that is really interesting because uh, we did our first ever um, trailer roundup kind of show here. I'm piecing it together for the films coming out in August 2020. And uh, my co-host on that episode, Jason Harris, he used Collateral as one of the movies that he thought this looked like it was going to remind him of. And at the time, I was like, I don't really see it but you know of course the jamie foss connection makes sense and you know maybe we'll see so that's interesting to see that that is something that they really were going for with this yeah it was a really fascinating video actually to see like they they talked about a couple of other projects that they were sort of inspired by and some of them were like a little bit more like deconstructing like they were talking about the human torch and that's sort of like how does that even work kind of inspired uh Machine Gun Kelly's character who you know, right. goes on fire and stuff. And I'm like, wow, that's so interesting. And they even talked about other things like just like the way that, you know, like like taking photographs around New Orleans and how that sort of like inspired the vibe of, of the film. And I'm like, wow, mm, they went deep. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that that's that's a good point right there with the photograph and everything. Yeah, that, that's cool. Well, I'll go with my first puzzle piece then. And this one's gonna be a little bit critical of the movie, but uh, you know, again, I I did actually kind of enjoy it. Um, but my first puzzle piece is just gonna be X Men in general, um, except for not really having a reason for the powers. And of course that is partially due to the whole point of this movie, which for those who haven't seen it is that people take this pill and then for five minutes they get some kind of random power that they don't really know what it's going to be. And so that kind of sets it up for there not being any deeper reason for most of these powers. Uh, people are just turning into flames as in machine gun Kelly, or they're turning into something else bulletproof or flying or whatever the hell it is. But it, it definitely doesn't open the door for any of those kind of deeper uh, discussions of where these powers come from, what kind of maybe uh, tragedy in somebody's life led to this kind of a particular power that we see in some of the, like the X-Men characters and stuff like that. And uh, some of the stuff in the, the, the bigger, you know, universes of like Marvel and all that kind of stuff where characters powers kind of come from their past traumas and things like that. Yeah. I think they could have done a lot more there because it is like an interesting idea of like, why do you have this specific power? Why is yours fire? Why is this person's ice? Like, you know, I think they could have done so much more to explore that. And I guess that's maybe why people were a little bit disappointed. It's just like, there's an interesting premise there. It's just right. like, you don't get to go deeper into why or how or, and even, even like the, where the powers kind of came from, like the fact that they were like taking I guess, DNA from animals that can adapt in, through right. their environments. Like, I felt like it didn't really fully connect. I, I felt like it, there was something missing there that uh, felt like a plot hole in a way or something. Yeah, and I feel part of that whole thing, and it, it, I, I don't want to give the movie too much credit here, but I also feel like maybe they just didn't want to use something that's been done in the hundred other superhero movies. and They were, like, really going for... 
in a strange way, originality, which I say it's strange because it's a movie that so many people are calling not original. And so it's funny that it kind of almost backfires in a way, but it's like just going for a, a reason for these powers that isn't what's been done before. And so, yeah, I mean, maybe it backfired a little bit on them, but it, it's... I think kind of interesting, but it would have also been maybe uh, a little bit more fleshed out if they had gotten a little bit of better explanation in there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So what do you got for your next piece? Um, this one's a little bit of a stretch, but uh, <laughs> kind of going off of what we were saying about like the power sort of coming from, you know, animals that have evolved to be able to you know, adapt to their environments. Um, it, that kind of reminded me a little bit of Animorphs. <laughs> okay. You know, um, if you're not familiar with Animorphs, that series from the 90s where um, these kids got this alien type of power that allowed them to transform into different animals. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was something there that I'm like, huh, you know, that sort of connects in a way. Uh <laughs> It might I be love a bit that. Of a reach. <laughs> no, I love that. I mean, these powers—they are being derived from some form of animal DNA kind of stuff going on there. So, I mean, I—I I, I don't think I ever actually watched the Animorphs, but I certainly remember the show and know of it. And uh, that's a great piece. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go with another one here from the world of. Uh, of superheroes and that is wonder woman mm -hmm. and mainly specifically for the bad guy basically taking this drug that's giving him his power and taking too much of it that's turning him completely nuts and and crazy over the top huge and and uh the villains in this movie are just totally taking this drug and you know with no uh you know, no hint of safety or anything like that, just like going for it. Like I want all this power, you know? And so in, in a very superhero way, it reminded me a little bit of the Wonder Woman villain. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah I, I, I like that villain character and I, I forget, is it Danny Houston, I believe, but I, I thought that character was just super like maybe a little bit in a, he was playing in a different movie in a way because he was so over the top, you know, mm -hmm. but, but I, I just, I find that fun. Like when I go into one of these kind of movies, I do want a little bit over the top. I'm kind of there for that. I want it to just be like, just crazy, you know? Yeah. I mean, they definitely went crazy, especially with the, uh, the, uh, graphics, like the uh, yeah. uh, special effects, like the explosions and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, they went they went big. <laughs> there was a funny uh, Rotten Tomatoes review going around on Twitter. I don't know if you saw that, but it was like the the um, like the excerpt on on Rotten Tomatoes was basically it looked great in HD on my TV or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like that's yeah, like I mean that that does fit for this movie. Yeah, that's the only thing I can say. It looked really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> funny. Well, what do you got for your next piece? Um, for the next piece, I have another superhero duo, uh, Batman and Robin. I okay. think, um, you know, we got to see a little reference to Batman and Robin that uh, our character Robin made with her and Major. Um, mm -hmm. Not only is her name Robin, but the two of them were sort of like the little duo working together to try to save Major's daughter and to take down the bad guys. And also um, something that I think is really interesting about that that their roles and also Robin's role is that they don't have powers um, mm -hmm. or their powers come from their own skills, not from a pill. 
So, you know, Batman and Robin, they don't, they don't have superpowers. They're just like, you know, they fight and they have like, you know, Robin has like, but, um, like acrobatic skills from the circus sure. and, and Batman's just like, you know, he knows how to fight. And I liked that Robin was the one character that she didn't even need to take a pill to get a power for five minutes. She, you know, had her own little, um, she just had her own, her own way of doing things. And, and I liked that they also focused on her, uh, way with words and how, you know, her rapping was her skill and her, her, uh, her thing basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's like her, her heart and her, her energy and all that kind of stuff is, is her power basically. And, and being able to, uh, being able to deal with these insane situations that, that is her power as well in a way. And actually that, I think that's a great piece and it it really kind of leads well into my next piece, which I'm just going to just go right along into, which is the Transformers series, which Mm. also, usually focuses on a main character, Shia LaBeouf and the original ones, then Mark Wahlberg, and then uh, uh, drawing a blank on her name, but in the Bumblebee movie, uh, Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, and it's always like this regular person in the midst of all this just insane chaos, over-the-top chaos, and just this regular person who is kind of thrust into the middle of it, and it's just by their own kind of uh, ingenuity and their uh, ability to uh, just stay with it and be able to navigate this crazy situation uh despite everybody else having crazy powers and stuff like that they're able to stay alive and survive and save the day yeah absolutely and i think that that's that's like a cool message to show that like in this movie of people having superpowers you know these fleeting powers that there's like this internal kind of magic if you will within yourself that you know, can make you a survivor and make you like the the person that can save the day. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so too. I I think, and I think that's something that, um, you know, a lot of the, the, the classic comic book, uh, writers probably were going for with a lot of stuff too, like going back to, uh, the, the Batman and Robin example, but then they, they, fit characters like that into the stories a lot of the time. And I think it definitely grounds things in a way when everything is just exploding with powers all around. It's good to ground things back like that. Absolutely. So what do you got for your next piece? For my next piece, this was actually another one that I had um, seen that they mentioned in that video I said of of where they were inspired, but I thought it made a lot of sense, um, was uh, the film The Professional. And kind of the relationship of like this younger girl and this like older assassin, and I think that's the relationship we really see with uh, again with Robin and Major, and um, and I guess just even Robin and um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character because th- those two were both um, you know like an army dude mm-hmm. or a, a cop working with this young girl who's like you know has no business being wrapped up in this whole situation, um, but then you kind of get this like fun little duo, you know, um, and I think she had that kind of, uh, you know, it, it kind of is kind of like a, a Doc and Marty McFly vibe, you know, sure, sure. <laughs> like the, the, the older guy and, you know, mentoring and kind of leading the way to this younger uh, character. Yeah, that's, that's fun. And, and I like one of my favorite things in this movie is Jamie Foxx. I think he's, he's great in it. And uh, I, I like that he, never goes easy on her really like he's really tough on her the whole time and that that kind of you know plays for comedy a little bit it plays for uh 
not giving her just a pass, basically not just being like, like you're, you get to be this awesome character without, you know, without any kind of pushback from anything in the world. Like you don't just magically just win, you know, mm-hmm. you, you still have to deal with, with, uh, with this character who's just like kind of giving you shit the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay. Well, I will go with another piece here and this one's maybe a little bit of a, a reach as far as inspiration's concerned, but uh, I was going to mention Darren Aronofsky's Requiem for a Dream um, because of the way whenever somebody takes the the power pills, uh, we get these close-ups with the 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 uh, the sucking sound effects and the eyeballs, you know, opening bubbling. up and, and yeah, <laughs> bubbling and the cells dividing and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, one of one of the great drug films really ever, and it uh, definitely, I think, if it's not knowingly paying homage, I think that that has kind of become almost like a standard for showing what that initial reaction of drugs are like for these characters. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely, definitely interesting to see those, like, such detailed visuals and these kind of, like, squeamish, like, Zoom. It's, it also reminds me a little bit of um, like the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk movie, sure, <laughs> where they did sure. all those like transitions. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and this is, of course, uh, a little bit less dark than Requiem for a Dream, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do you got for your next one? Uh, for my next one, I have um, Taken because okay. you know Liam Neeson always, you know, a lot of times <laughs> plays a uh, a dad trekking on a journey to save his daughter and he will do whatever it takes and we see jamie fox's character definitely on that same road he doesn't care who he has to go up against who he hurts who he um has to use but he is going to do whatever he can to find his daughter so and and he's good at it yeah and he's good at it yeah (laughs) i mean he, he was really good at it he's facing off with these people who are you know, super powered up. They're like souped up and, and he still would like defeat each one of them. So yeah, yeah. totally. I, that actually, uh, it, I think that's a great piece. And I think that also brings up a question, which is, I feel like even though there are some unanswered questions in the movie and it's certainly, you know, fun enough for there to be sequels, I don't feel like it, it's like specifically setting up sequels the way every other Netflix action movie seems to. It seems like every Netflix action movie it, baked right in is like a like a mid credit scene that's like, oh, they're obviously doing a sequel now, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, it doesn't quite seem that way. Do you think that this is something that would potentially get sequels? Do you want to see sequels of this? I think it's a film that could do it because there's so many questions about like, you know, why they're doing this, how you know, the background of these pills and everything. And will we Mm. eventually get to a point where they will have a pill that will give you powers 24 seven and, you know, you don't even need the pill anymore. But I think based off of the film, I don't think I need to see one. And and honestly, I feel like the way it ended, it felt like some, like the characters didn't even necessarily care. Like Jamie Foxx's character was like, (laughs) eh, I'm done now. I got my daughter. (laughs) Bye everyone. So, you know, I felt like the way they ended it made it kind of feel like, well, I guess we don't really need one because they don't really seem to want one. But I think that if you really wanted to go deeper with the like the powers and everything, they could have they could have done something or they they could do something. 
Yeah, uh, it's an impressive amount of restraint on Netflix's part to finally not uh, tell the filmmakers you gotta throw in little teasers for for, for a sequel on this one because it seems like they do it on all of them. And then these filmmakers, the the director did the Paranormal Activity movies, which. Uh, I think there's like seven of those. <laughs> so they yeah. like sequels, you know. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, although I, I, I haven't actually watched those movies, but I love their film Nerve uh, that they did mm. back in 2016. It has a little bit of a similar vibe of just like it's something a little bit different and it has all like those neon colors and big explosive scenes. Um, and also Machine Gun Kelly. I think they these guys really <laughs> like Machine Gun Kelly a lot because... They've worked with him in Nerve. They worked with him. Um, he was a, a guest host on Catfish, which uh, oh, Ariel Shulman uh, has worked on because his brother is is Nee from Catfish, and yeah. um, and now this movie. So I'm like, they they just really like Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> I actually, a good guy. <laughs> I've never seen Nerve. I probably should watch it because I, you know, I. I I'm saying here, I kind of like this movie. I, I, as far as paranormal activity is concerned, I mean, I'm not a big like horror guy, but they are like one of, I think my favorite of like the like modern horror series. So I should probably check out uh, the other stuff these guys have done uh, with, with nerds. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't really love this movie. Like it was just okay for me, but I yeah. loved nerve. Like I remember sitting watching it and feeling like I'm sweating. Like <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> for what's going on with these characters because you know they take it they just keep taking it to the next level um so yeah it was i really liked that movie a lot i gotta check that out well i got one more piece it's actually two more movies but i'm gonna combine them here okay. and that is so i i figured i would combine the crank series and that movie upgrade from lee okay. Winnell. so the reason why is because i feel like You've got Upgrade, which is just this high-energy, crazy, silly, over-the-top action that's kind of smart. And then you've got the Crank series, which is this high-energy, crazy, silly, over-the-top action that's kind of really dumb. And so you just kind of come in somewhere in the middle of those two and get to what the feeling seems to be that they're, you know, either purposely or just the way it turned out, they're trying to capture here. And I think like if I was to recommend this movie to people, uh, I would say that it comes in somewhere in the middle of that, that description right there, somewhere between those two kinds of movies. And, you know, your results may vary whether or not you're going to actually enjoy it. Uh, it depends on your, it certainly depends on your mood at that moment and what you're looking for in a movie on that particular afternoon or evening or whatever. But, uh, I, I think, I think if you're looking for something that isn't exactly, uh, the smartest, you know, action movie that you've seen, but also not the dumbest action movie you've seen, it falls somewore in there, you know? Yeah, mid-tier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, honestly, I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of these kinds of movies have been fairly dumb lately, which is why I, I bring up dumb so much on this, is because that, that's kind of the feeling I've gotten from a lot of these. They're just, like, very uh, below middle of the road, just kind of just cliche-filled, you know, things that we've yeah. seen a million times over again. That's what I feel when I see these streaming action movies. And so I, I'm glad to see something that I was able to connect with a little bit more. Yeah, that's always good when you're like, you know, at least I liked it. You know? Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll lose some cred, but I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any more puzzle pieces? 
I have one last puzzle piece, um, okay. and that is Limitless. Nice. Um, so, you know, in Limitless, the the main character ends up taking this drug that um, enhances his mental acuity, and you know, um, but it turns out it's not, you know, it's not really tested. So, you know, he has some terrible side effects, and and actually, that made me think about in this movie. Um, I felt like you know these people are taking this pill and they were definitely suffering side effects from it. Like it did not have uh, it. It wasn't like it was consequenceless. Like uh, Machine Gun Kelly's character overdosed and like exploded himself basically uh, into flames. Um, And then the villain that we saw that was uh, Biggie. You know he Mm -hmm. like I feel like even when he wasn't his big self. Like when he didn't like grow into this big monster, you could see that it looked like his neck and his face was like um, a little bit scarred, maybe from his past. Yeah, he didn't look monster. like he was doing very well. Yeah, <laughs> and I kept noticing that Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character too. There was something in his eye. I think after he got shot, maybe like the blood vessel in his eye like exploded or something because it just looked right. like there was like a red piece in his eye after he uh, got shot and came back because uh, you know he was bulletproof. And so, you know, they, they definitely think that there were side effects to these uh, pills and they, they had, you know, real physical consequences to the people that were using them. You know, these, this is not natural for your body to, you know, be able to turn into ice or fire and stuff like that. So you could really right. see the, uh, the effects it was having. <laughs> yeah, see, and that, that's another interesting thing about this concept to begin with is just the, the, the idea of, you know, does this do you know, long lasting damage, you know, does it, uh, does it affect you in ways other than just those superpowers? You know, there's definitely things to dig into there if they ever were to expand the universe a little bit. Yeah. Especially with the character Tracy. Um, I felt like they could have done so much more with her being, uh, Jamie Foxx's character's daughter. And the fact that she, I guess had powers because when he was being tested by these pills, like when he was tested to, to use these pills, it seeped into her through his DNA, I guess, when she was born. So I just felt like there was like so much more they could have done there. And that would have been really interesting. Um, And even when, when she like saves her dad at one point, I was like, okay, well, is she going to die now? Like, does her power have um, a limit as well? Um, But you know, they didn't really dive into that. I think it would have been interesting. Maybe that could be a sequel. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and to the uh, the puzzle piece, limitless. I actually have never seen that movie. Uh, we we mentioned that one on our our uh, trailer episode, and I mean, definitely, I think the idea of of taking some kind of drug that gives you powers, you know, absolutely, that seems to be a uh, y- you know a movie that must have influenced this in some way. Uh, but I, I feel like I should watch that movie one of these days. I, I mean, I love the cast, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of good people. Yeah. Well, okay, that that does it. Let's do the finished puzzle, and we'll get into some closing thoughts on Project Power. We talked about Collateral, the X-Men series, Animorphs, Wonder mm-hmm. Woman, Batman and Robin, the Transformers series, The Professional, Requiem for a Dream, Taken, Crank, Upgrade, and Limitless. So... I think uh, as far as any other closing thoughts, well, do you, do you have any other closing thoughts on this one? I think that this was a film that had a lot of great moments and great pieces. You know, you had a really great cast. I think this was definitely a star 
uh, moment for Dominique uh, Fishback. Mm-hmm. But I think that it just, and you know, I think it had it had a really great idea. I just don't think that it fully performed. Like, I don't think it fully like hit the landing in terms of what it could have done. Like, you know, like we were already talking about like what they could have done with the, the the powers or with uh, the, the character of Tracy and stuff like that. I think that there was a lot of potential here and it just didn't quite hit what uh, I know I wanted to see. Like I was expecting a bit more, but I do think that they have a lot of great pieces that could have led to something really, really great. Sure. And, and I wonder also like, Earlier this year, uh, the Vin Diesel movie Bloodshot that came out, I feel like that movie, uh, which didn't do very well, but it did, you know, come to theaters. It was, uh, you know, for a moment before, you know, shutdown and everything like that. It, it was, you know, uh, you know, one of the top movies of the week when it opened and it had a big budget and with, you know, stars and all that stuff. I wonder if this movie ever could have been positioned in that way or if it was you know, always going to be like a smaller thing that just, you know, went to streaming or if it, if it could have been positioned, I wonder if an idea like this can perform and it, that mm-hmm. bloodshot is kind of a bad example because it didn't perform, but you know, <laughs> I, I mean like a, an original superhero idea like this, something just so over the top and everything. I, I, I wonder if that's what people want to see or if they, they want to see established ip they want to see these characters in their you know 15th marvel movie with iron man again or you know stuff like that 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 is a a great thing to bring up and i was trying to think like oh well look at these other projects like uh the boys or umbrella academy and then i think wait a minute just because they this is the first time they've done them on you know tv these are still already comic books you know this is technically not original so uh, yeah i'm trying to think what was the last great original superhero type of project is really hard really really hard to think of and it whatever it was i i have to imagine it maybe went under the radar a little bit unfortunately and you know Mm -hmm. but but people love to say that they want to see original stuff so i guess my message is watch original stuff people yeah (laughs) definitely well, I think that about does it for Project Power. Uh, Kristen, have you watched anything else recently? Uh, another movie you saw recently you'd like to recommend to our listeners? Oh, sure. Let me think. I guess the one of the last movies I saw recently was Hamilton. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, but... I saw the show when it was uh, when they were doing it here in Las Vegas at the Smith Center. Oh, and awesome. uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was awesome. Yeah, so I, I'm from New York, but I didn't get to see it on Broadway because... Hashtag expensive and impossible to get into, but um, but I watched it on uh, Disney Plus, and wow, I'm like a Hamilton now. I nice. <laughs> I've watched it like four times. <laughs> it's like now my on my uh, audio rotation. I'm just constantly listening to the music, so that's definitely one. If you haven't seen, that I recommend. It's really awesome. Really good. <laughs> have you heard? The, have you heard the Weird Al Hamilton polka? No. <laughs> it's it's awesome. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Shout out to that. Um <laughs> Well, Kristen, where can people find your YouTube channel and everything else that you're up to? Um yeah, you can find my YouTube, uh youtube.com slash kmaldo. I'm also on Twitter and Facebook at kmaldo. And if you add a one at the end of that, you can find me on Instagram. Um and I also recently launched a podcast called Pop Culture Planet where I talk about pop culture even more because 
I can't do it enough. Um, and you can right. check it out on, uh, <laughs> you know, wherever you can listen to podcasts and also um, at Pop Culture Planet Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, Kristen, thank you so much for doing this. It was great having you on. And I would hopefully love to have you back sometime. Yeah, this was awesome. Thank you so much. Do you love movies? I certainly do. Hi, Chris Roberts here, inviting you to listen to I Saw It on Linden Street, our weekly podcast dedicated to the joy of finding an appreciation in cult films, exploitation oddities, beloved classics, and all points in between. Join us for an informative deep dive into a film that we feel needs to be recognized, with background thrown in on actors, directors, and hey, if I'm doing my job right, you'll get a funny story out of me. So, join us here at I Saw It on Linden Street and listen today. Remember, folks, life's too short not to live in the past. Take it easy. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation about Project Power. Did you enjoy this movie like I did? I, I'm really second-guessing myself here, people. I, I know that it is dumb as hell, and I know the reviews are not good, but I I really kind of had fun with this movie. Uh, I I will say I almost forget everything that happened in it already. It's been about a week since I've watched it now. And it just in through my eyeballs, just out through my ear while I sleep, I think. But uh, I think that's what these kinds of movies are, are meant for. But I enjoyed it at the time. So I, I gotta say that I enjoyed it. But anyway, Project Power, go check it out. It's on Netflix if you haven't seen it yet. And thank you to Kristen for joining me on this one. It was a great talk. Um, as always, you can find us on social media at PiecingPod and join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. And you can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on TuneIn Radio. We're on Pocket Casts. That's where I listen to podcasts personally. We're on all of them. And you can subscribe anywhere. You can rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. We'd love your feedback. I always love hearing how people are enjoying the show. And you can check out our Patreon, where I post advanced episodes of Piecing It Together. I'm planning on more bonus content for Piecing It Together, but in the meantime, there's also bonus content for All Rice, No Beans, and Awesome Movie Year, as well as bonus content from my music career, We've got a whole lot of stuff hitting in September, which I'm really excited about sharing, and it's going to go on the Patreon first, maybe only. I haven't decided yet if I'm going to put it anywhere else, but it's going to go up on the Patreon, and then we'll see, because I do want a lot of people to hear it, but I also want it to be an exclusive thing. So definitely check out the Patreon. It's slash by David Rosen, and we appreciate your support. Really do. I'm just a one-person little independent podcast here and I really enjoy doing the show and I I love that I get so much great feedback from people and I want to just keep on doing it and keep growing and making the show better. And speaking of making the show better and growing, I recently updated our website, piecingpod.com. You can go uh, sign up for the mailing list over there. But also, while you're there, uh, check out all the past episodes and check out the link section, which includes links to all of my guest appearances. I tend to guest on podcasts 
all the time, especially movie-related ones, but also music podcasts, podcasts about podcasts, like all kinds of stuff. And I love just getting on mic and talking with people. So if you ever want to have me on your podcast, definitely get in touch. I'd, I'd love to join you. And uh, as a little added bonus, I'll end up adding a link to our conversation in the link section of piecingpod.com. So extra reason to have me on your podcast. So get in touch. Uh, I'd, I'd love to come talk. And also check out bydavidrosen.com, my music site, uh, where I recently just did a major renovation, whole lot of new stuff on there, and find out all about my music career. And speaking of my music, I'm going to leave you guys with a piece of my music. And this one comes from my last full-length album, A Different Kind of Dream. I'm really excited about releasing a new album later this year. But A Different Kind of Dream, I, I, I love this album. And it's, uh, it's got some tracks that I'm really proud of, including this one that I'm going to play called Ascend, which I think really kind of fits the really over-the-top, just balls-to-the-wall energy of this movie we just talked about, Project Power. Um, got a lot of those kind of 808 kick drum and big bass heavy moments and stuff like that, and uh, just really high-energy stuff going on in this track. So enjoy Ascend for my album, A Different Kind of Dream, and we'll be back with more Piecing It Together coming up next week. <laughs>
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.